This is the Forex Q&A podcast. This is VP, professional Forex prop trader here in the United States, answering your user-submitted Forex training-related questions every Monday morning. Now, if you have a Forex training-related question on your mind, it is too late to ask me. But that's okay, because I have probably already answered it. Just go to No Nonsense Forex on YouTube and search through the videos. Chances are your question was already answered in a video there. Or if you can't find it there, you can go to the No Nonsense Forex Discord forum. Link will be provided down below in the show notes and in the video description. Big episode today, traders. Uh, so much so, I don't think we're going to really even segue into it. We're just going to jump right into it. And it may go long as well. I think it is going to go long. You guys might remember when I was all anal about going 15 minutes on the podcast and no longer. And I think that was a good thing. I mean, it's good to have discipline like that. Um, but some of you guys do enjoy the longer podcasts, and with some of these episodes, I really want to make sure I get everything in I possibly can. So without further ado, on episode 74, we're going to answer the age-old question, should I buy Forex signals from somebody else? Now, first off, why would anybody who listens to this podcast even want to do that? I mean, I've already taught you how to do pretty much everything, right? Well, it does make sense in a way, depending on the context. Some people might not want to trade a particular market, um, but they still want the results, you know, so that makes sense. Or maybe they just want extra trades to supplement the results they're already getting. You know, that makes sense too. You know, I can't really disparage anybody for wanting little extra oomph on top of the results they're currently getting. You know, some is good, more is better, right? Well, fair enough. So we are going to talk about this and break this down a lot. Um, there is a blog for this week's episode, and it is also very, very big. Uh, and, you know, I got to say, probably some of the best work I've ever done. Uh, you can't see it, but I'm, I'm patting myself on the back right now. Um, my writing, for the most part, is pretty amateurish, <laughs> for the most part. But I, I do get my point across well, I think. And if you really want a great full breakdown, including some of the things I probably won't even get to on this podcast episode, definitely go to the blog. Link's going to be in the show notes as well, along with the YouTube description, um, where it always is. You guys know where to go. Uh, but I feel like this goes without saying, but you need to approach this whole search for a great signal provider with a very, very high degree of skepticism. So I'm going to tell you the main things to look for and watch out for. And then once we get those out of the way, talk about what your best approach is going to be here. Um, because I think there's really only one way to do this right. Um, and we'll talk about that towards the end. Now, this whole industry is full of absolute scammers and people who are not being completely honest. So let's break this down a bit. I'm going to tell you some of the main things to look for right off the bat. And if you see these things, you should probably go look somewhere else. And then I'll tell you how to look deeper into what you're currently looking at when you're looking at somebody's page. And this page can be on any social media platform. It can be an actual website, whatever the case is. But that kind of leads into the first one here. Um, now, keep in mind, 
I am a scam aficionado. You guys know I love this type of stuff, and I really seek it out. I do tons of research on this, and I come and report back what I found so you don't have to make these mistakes as well. But I think one of the biggest mistakes you can make right off the bat is to buy Forex signals from somebody who is only on a platform like WhatsApp, Telegram, or Instagram, and they're nowhere else but there. Big red flag. Now, what is one unique advantage a scammer might have by only being on one of those platforms and electing not to be on a platform like YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, for example? The biggest one I can think of is it is really hard if you're an obvious scammer, and most of them are, especially the ones on those platforms, because it is much easier to absorb a negative reputation hit on those platforms than it would be if you were on Facebook or Twitter, for example. If you're a scammer on Facebook or Twitter, uh, you can be outed as one very easily, and that reputation hit is very hard to come back from. Are there still scammers on those platforms? Absolutely. Uh, but if you are an actual scammer, you want to stay under that negativity radar as long as you possibly can. And this is much easier to do on WhatsApp or Telegram or Instagram, where the angry people who want to out you as a scammer will have a harder time doing it. And then you got to think about it too. Why would you not leverage the largest social media platforms in the world. You know, why would you just elect to not do that? You could easily 10x the amount of subscribers you currently have just on Telegram, for example. There must be a really good reason you're passing up on all that money. It just doesn't make sense to do that at all. And there is a very clear reason why they are staying on the one platform and not electing to go anywhere else. This is a big red flag. Please be very cautious of this. I would even say it's safe to say that they are an absolute scammer if they are exclusively on one of these three platforms. Now, my next major red flag kind of goes along with this a little bit, and I'm not going to say this person is a scammer. I just would not give this person my money and risk my own trading capital based on what they say. And get ready for this. Major red flag number two is if they're young. So stay with me a bit on this. And I know this whole millennial boomer thing has become really trendy all of a sudden. Let's not fall into that. Plus, I am way, way closer to being a millennial than I am a baby boomer. But just understand this part. It really comes down to experience. Now, I have a small handful of people who are 16, 17 years old who follow this channel religiously, and they're getting started early. Uh, and that's great, but they are very, very, very few. Now, if you are going to buy signals from somebody and use those signals to risk your own money, you want somebody who has some experience in this game. Now, I've told you as well, you have to back test, you have to forward test, and then you have to real life test. That real life test takes years. You will be a much different trader three years from now than you are currently. And then once those years pass, the progression does taper off a bit. But the, the jump in experience and improvement 
in those first three years of actual trading is huge. And I don't want to follow somebody who has not gone through that. Now, if it's a choice between somebody who's 21 years old or 35 years old, am I going to really know for sure that the 35-year-old has more experience than the 21-year-old? I'm not, but I can reasonably assume that the 21-year-old does not have enough experience. And you just need that. People out there who are 21, 22 years old who have a really good algorithm put together and are doing really great things in the forward testing phase and maybe in the real phase, that's great. But I wouldn't want to take signals from you. I would want to take signals from you three years from now because there is going to be a clear difference. And then obviously be especially careful if those young traders are flashing a really high-class lifestyle on top of it all. As we said in last week's episode, this is a tactic to lure the least intelligent people possible. Plus, you have to have amazing money management in your trading to become any good at this game at all. And if somebody is out there buying useless shit and not using that money to secure their future early on in the game like everybody should if they have the chance, it's probably not somebody you want to be taking advice from. Young traders, do your thing. Be smart with your money. Build, build, build. Um, but don't put yourself out there now in the signals world. There's no reason for that. You might take a reputation hit that you'll never come back from. Now, another red flag that I hope you'll be able to notice right off the bat is if you have a signals service provider that shows no results whatsoever. Now, you think this might be crazy. This is almost the majority of signal providers that I have seen. And I see it more with people who have actual websites because they can use really fancy websites and things they say and do on those websites to trick you into thinking that they know what they're doing. Now, actually, they might know what they're doing, but that does not produce results. And results are what we're after here. And it's just crazy to me how people will actually give these sites money without any proof whether or not this product actually works and how well it works. Now, as to what those little tricks and tactics are, I put all of those on the blog. Um, not to try to just funnel everybody into the blog, but we only have so much time allotted on the podcast, even though we're probably going to go over 15. But if you want a list of nice little tricks that they use, and you will probably recognize some of them as things you have seen before, um, go check out the blog. Now, as far as people who do show their results or claim their results. There are so many little tricks out there that you can do as a scammy service provider to make your actual trading results look much, much better than they actually are. Uh, lots of tricks out there. Many of them I recognized right away from my days in sports betting uh, because they originated them. And then the Forex signals world just merely carried the torch from there. And you're going to have to go to the blog to find those as well. Um, but if you remember the patience video, remember that dual line scam I told you about? Now, before you had seen me put that example up on the video, had you ever seen anything like that before? Or have you ever heard it broken down that way? Because if you haven't, it's important that you know about all these little tricks and tactics and exactly how they come about. Because it's the only way you're going to be able to recognize them yourself, because these people are very good at hiding this. 
but seriously, approach all shown results with a very high degree of skepticism, especially if they seem too good to be true and if they seem really high. Um, there is a reason why they are able to get away with showing results that are totally unrealistic like that. Many of you have gone through this long enough to know what a reasonable rate of return is month after month. And so if you see something that's five standard deviations away from that, definitely do a bit more digging here because I don't think you're going to like what you find. So all of this begs the question, you have found somebody, you have done your due diligence, and you've actually corresponded with them and gotten to the bottom of their results, and everything looks completely legit. These providers exist, I'm sure. I mean, just law of averages, there has to be a few out there. And so you are ready to purchase. What is the very next thing you need to do? I have already given this answer away in the Paid Indicators podcast, I think it's episode 9, and then the one on trading robots, EAs, episode 16. The same thing applies in all three of these situations. And if you have never heard it before, it is going to sound absolutely insane when I first tell it to you. But I don't think there is an argument on earth which can refute this. You need to pay that person for one month's worth of signals and then another month's worth of signals when the time comes. So make two payments for two months, assuming that's how they charge. And you need to demo trade those signals. Absolutely. Now this may sound crazy to you, and this might be something you don't want to do. But if you don't want to do this, then I'm going to allude to this in a minute. You are exactly the type of person who should not be buying signals in the first place. Actually, let's go ahead and attack this part now. Um, if you value the money you are giving a signal provider that much, then I don't think the math is going to work out here for you. If a signal provider is charging you $200 a month for trading signals, and that amount turns your stomach even just a little bit, you don't need to be buying them. The only people who need to be buying signals are people who can easily, like without even batting an eye, they don't care about the money, they're not going to miss it, can easily afford these signals with money they just have laying around. If you have any deeper emotional attachment to the money you're giving a signals provider, then I don't care, it's FU money, screw it, I'm just going to give this a try, then you're better off just keeping it because the money you are probably going to make off this guy over time is going to barely cover the fees. And there are going to be a number of months where it will not. So where is that going to put you financially? I really think a lot of people rush this decision. Do any of you guys know a guy named Ramit Sethi? Um, R-A-M-I-T space S-E-T-H-I. He's an American who has a course who teaches people how to be wealthy, and he has, he has a number of them. Um, but it's really interesting. For some of his top-end courses that cost the most amount of money, he will run a credit check on you to make sure you have absolutely no credit card debt. Because if you do, you are not allowed to be part of the course because it is not where you need to be at the time. And he doesn't want it to be not worth the money you've put in because the amount of money for some of these courses you have to pay is a lot. 
and he will turn down a lot of those payments in order to ensure that people have a better success as a result of what he's teaching. And he feels like that success rate goes way up for people who don't already have a lot of debt. And it's similar to my point on people who should be buying signals and who shouldn't. Forex signals are not going to be your way out. At best, they're going to be a supplement to what you're already doing. And to whatever you're doing is trading or working a steady job, whatever the case is. But what you don't want to do is be struggling like I was back when I would buy signals and think that it's going to make any difference whatsoever, even if those signals are legit. There needs to be zero emotional attachment to the money you are giving this person before you are allowed to even buy signals in the first place. So back to my original point. You need to demo these out for two months for two main reasons. First off, you have to see if the results this person claims actually matches up with the results you're getting from the present day signals. All right, if you buy signals for the month of May and the results he claims in May are far different from what you actually got and you were actually able to trade every single trade he gives you, then you know for sure that this guy is fudging his records somewhere and all it cost you was one or two months fee to find this out. I mean, the money you've saved at this point is extraordinary and you should count this as a win. But you have to see in real time how they actually calculate their results and if they are doing an honest, straight-up job and if they are doing a good job. If maybe they have a flat or losing couple of months, but you know that they are recording their results honestly, and in the past they have had very good results, well, that probably means it's just a matter of time before things start getting good again, and you can take comfort in that. But at least you're dealing with somebody who is straight up and honest, and that's a rarity in the Forex signals market. So at least you know that. Now, the second thing you're going to want to know is if they are somebody who gives their signals out not just one time a day, or somebody who has one of those trade copiers where they do it for you, and be really careful with those. But if it's somebody who gives intraday signals, you need to make sure you're around for those signals in terms of entering, exiting, everything. Because if you're not around for the vast, vast majority of those signals, well, then these results you were looking at and getting all excited about are not going to be yours. And on top of that, now... Somebody else actually owns your time. And you know me, that's an instant turnoff in my world. Uh, but some people want those intraday signals, and that's fine. Just make sure you can always be around for them, because you're going to have to be around for all of them as often as you possibly can. And these two months of demo trading is going to really tell you whether this is the lifestyle you want now. And if it is, how many of those trades you're actually able to grab? You know, some of them, all of them, most of them, you know, really helpful stuff to know. And you're going to have to bite the bullet and not make any money during this time if you're going to get the most out of this person in the long term. And the long term is what we care about here. And it shouldn't matter. If you have one of these unicorns that is honest, straight up, and gives consistent results and has trades that are easy to follow, you're probably going to have this person for a very long time. So go ahead and give them that two-month trial period just to get used to the flow and the results and everything else. I think it would be a crucial mistake not to do this. 
And I suppose the final thing I should touch on is a question I get, and this is probably in my top 10, maybe in my top five, I don't know, but am I going to come out with a Forex signal service of my own? Probably not. Uh, definitely no time soon. Uh, for the year 2020, this is being recorded in early December 2019, but I have two projects in particular that are going to take priority over everything else. Uh, maybe it's something I wouldn't rule out in the distant future, but no time soon. Uh, just assume that I'm not. And even if I could, it couldn't be Forex signals because my prop firm already gives out Forex signals. That's a conflict of interest, so there's really not a whole lot of ways I can go with that. So don't plan on them coming from me. I'm going to really enjoy not being in the spotlight for a while. So if you're looking to go the Forex Signals route, uh, you're pretty much on your own. But now I hope you are better equipped to deal with this search. And definitely check the blog for all those reasons and all those ways these people get you. Uh, because chances are the Forex Signals world is not going to be the only place you run into it. So the better equipped you are, the better off you're going to be. And once again, I've given future scammers a blueprint on how to scam people, but I don't feel bad about that because scammers are going to find a way no matter what. So screw them. But uh, thanks for listening to what I knew was going to be a long ass podcast. So uh, thanks for listening and get ready for a very important trading video on Thursday, a new podcast episode, same time next week. And in the meantime, you all know what to do. Uh, if December ends up being a bit dead, that's good. You have time to really hone what you've learned so far and concentrate on all these markets you've learned how to trade so far. Because I have a feeling 2020 is not going to look like 2019 at all. So strap in, traders. Be prepared. Let's go get it.